Well, hello. This is Philip Schoenfeld, Editor-in-Chief of Evidence-Based GI, an ACG publication. Today, I'm with Dr. Phil Okafor of the Division of Gastroenterology at Stanford University School of Medicine, where he is a clinical assistant professor. We'll be discussing his summary entitled, A New Pill Prep for Colonoscopy, an effective alternative for individuals who don't drink or won't drink, go lightly. And this is a summary that reviews a publication by De Palma et al. from American Journal of Gastroenterology, which was entitled A Safety and Efficacy Comparison of a New Sulfate-Based Tablet Bowel Preparation versus a PEG and a Scorbate Comparator in Adult Subjects Undergoing Colonoscopy. You know, Dr. Okafor, as GI docs, we all order valve preps on patients. It's part of our everyday practice. But so, Phil, why is this topic so important for GI docs? Yeah, Phil, I, I think it's a very important topic. We do colonoscopies every day, and millions of colonoscopies are done around the world for various indications. One qualitative study showed that p- patients are often hesitant to get colonoscopies done because of the experience of the bowel prep in particular. As you can tell, some of the traditional bowel preps are high vo- heavy volume and don't often have a pleasant taste. And so it's important, and I think it's appealing for patients to have an alternative to the traditional bowel preps that are easier to tolerate, and this will lead to more colonoscopies being done. One study in particular quoted the number 15% of patients who do not complete their colonoscopy prep at the time of a colonoscopy. And another study quoted about 20 to 25% of patients who present for colonoscopies will have an inadequate prep. So I think it's a very relevant problem. And, and I think that there's a secondary benefit if this is tackled in terms of the cost component to it. As you can tell, the colonoscopy when it gets canceled because of pull prep, we'll need to another colonoscopy, and that does affect healthcare dollars, uh, missed days from work. So I think De Palma et al. in this study have done a good job trying to tackle this unmet need. Yes, I think those are really key points. If you have an excellent prep, then clinical trials have shown that your adenoma detection rate is going to be higher that the duration of the procedure will be a little bit briefer. And we obviously want to avoid incomplete preps. And a phrase that that I've used in the past is the best prep is one that the patient actually completes and takes fully. And as you noted, drinking four liters of Go Lightly is is unpleasant. And I say that from personal experience. (laughs) So In this study, obviously, the investigators are looking at a oral sodium sulfate tablet. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about what the investigators did in the study? Yeah, thanks. The authors of the study designed randomized non-inferiority trial to answer the essential question for a colonoscopy bowel prep, does an oral tasteless sulfate-based tablet cleanse the colon as well as a two-liter split-dose PEG-containing prep, uh, movie prep in this case. And what they did was to recruit from multiple sites, outpatient sites across the U.S., 
and they looked at various endpoints. And one endpoint was just the efficacy of cleansing the bowel. And the other endpoints included patient adverse side effects and adverse events experienced and patient satisfaction, which to me is a very important part if you're trying to develop a product or show evidence for a product that will replace or could could substitute larger volume prep and would be easier to take. So they randomized patients into either taking the sulfate-based tablet or taking movie prep. And that's essentially what they did and they looked at outcomes following colonoscopy. A couple of points here. The oral sulfate tablet prep, and the brand name for that is Sutab, means that you take 12 oral sulfate tablets the evening before the colonoscopy, along with about 500 mLs of water, followed by then drinking at least another liter of water. And then the next morning, you again take 12 tablets with about 500 mLs of water, and you want to do that about five to eight hours before the colonoscopy, followed by drinking another liter. So in total, you still have to drink about three liters of liquid, but it can be water or other clear liquids as opposed to having to drink a peg-based solution. And obviously with Muvaprep, that's two liters of a peg-based solution, which is supplement with an additional liter of fluid. And the Muvaprep was a split prep too, as is the Sutab prep. So they used a new FDA-approved endpoint for assessing cleanliness. What did it show? You're right. They used a new FDA endpoint to to study their primary outcome measure, which was just overall bowel cleansing efficacy. And what they found that in patients randomized to the SUTAB arm, so the oral sulfate tablet arm, 92.4% of those patients achieved success. So success using this new assessment tool meant having an excellent or good bowel prep during the colonoscopy. And I'll go a bit more into that. The folks who were randomized into the movie prep arm were found to have 89.3% success rate using the same outcome measure. And so when they did a statistical analysis, they found that oral sulfate tablets not inferior to movie prep in this case. And the same was seen in the secondary efficacy outpoints where they looked at other aspects of cleansing the colon and there was no significant difference. Well, Phil, I think it's important to also highlight the fact that no differences were also seen with respect to age, with respect to gender, and also race. And so as said, 89% of the patients who took MuvaPrep had a successful bowel cleanse. And, and I think for our listeners, that really equates to a good to excellent prep. It was 92% for the SUTAB preparation, and that was considered non-inferior. That was the statistical test. And again, as you said, adenoma detection rate was similar in both groups, 33 to 34%. Procedure duration was about the same in both groups, with a mean of about 16 minutes in both groups. But they also did follow the patients for about 24 to 48 hours after the colonoscopy for safety. And it looks like there was a little bit of difference in the tolerance between the two preps. Yes, Phil, uh, you're right to allude to that. So 
They followed patients uh, for about 48 hours, and patients actually completed questionnaires on their second visits uh, where they asked patients about the experience overall. And when it comes to side effects, they showed that patients in the oral sulfate tablet group reported more nausea and vomiting compared to patients in the movie prep group. And this was significant statistically. However, if you look at the whole group, you know, reporting only a small proportion, less than 5% of patients or participants who reported nausea vomiting reported this as a severe symptom. So that's important to note as we move forward. And that's something I think we've seen with other studies of hypertonic bowel preparations may be associated with nausea and vomiting. Although when patients were asked whether they thought the bowel preparation process was very easy or easy, it looks like that was more likely with the SUTAP prep than with MoviePrep. Yes. And to me, that was the biggest take home you know, outside of the efficacy cleansing data, just that patient satisfaction component. As we started our discussion today, you know, I told you some patients feel that the prep itself is worse than the colonoscopy procedure. And and so I think that's something that it's important for our listeners to appreciate that patient who took a sulfate tablet for bowel prep did report a better experience overall. And it's, in fact, they, they took it a step further and asked patients specifically who'd had a prior prep for colonoscopy in the past. And 65% of patients in the sulfate tablet arm reported that this experience with the sulfate tablet was better than their past experience compared to 46% in the movie prep arm. And that was statistically significant too. And Phil, they took it a step further and they asked if it would request this current prep for future colonoscopy. And 78% of patients or participants in the sulfate tablet arm said they would, compared to 67% in the movie prep arm, which is also statistically significant. And I think that's an important take home that it appears, like you said, patients had a good experience with the sulfate tablet arm. And if we're trying to encourage people to actually finish the prep, this may be a right step in that direction. I couldn't agree more. It's in order to have a good prep, one of the most important principles is that the patient actually complete the prep. And as you said, many of our patients say the bowel preparation process is actually worse than the colonoscopy. So this is an advance. What do you think may be some limitations to this particular trial or were there any other concerns? You know, I think uh, just looking at the patients who were excluded from the study, they did comment that they excluded participants uh, with significant cardiac, renal, and liver disease. So that may limit the utilization of this oral pill prep in this cohort of patients. You could also consider cost. One would think that this is an expensive option, uh, but apparently it's not that expensive. I think at least based on the research we've done for patients with commercial insurance, it may cost no more than $50. And for patients with Medicare Part D, they could download a coupon and pay no more than $40. And I think this, as this option becomes more used, potentially those costs may actually come down just because people are using it more. So I, I'm happy, actually happy with this and definitely would consider it in my practice. Yeah, I think those are two really key points to emphasize that as a hypertonic bowel preparation, we should all be careful when using it in people with 
renal insufficiency or cardiac insufficiency, specifically congestive heart failure. And for patients with those disorders, it's probably better to use a isotonic solution like Golightly. And cost is a big issue. In the past year, many commercial insurers have stopped providing coverage for bowel preparation other than go lightly. But as we reviewed, if you're Medicare Part D, then you can download a coupon from the SUTAB website, and most likely it won't cost you more than $40, although go lightly would probably cost you a lot less than $40. If you have commercial insurance, then you can still download a coupon card from the website and it shouldn't cost you more than $50. Although again, Golightly will probably be quite a bit less expensive. So if a patient is that resistant to drinking four liters of Golightly, but they are willing to pay a little bit extra, then I think this sounds like a great option. How about in your own practice? We spoke about this before. I don't think you've had a chance to use this yet. It's only been available for the past 10 months or so. Yes, Phil, I think that's an important point because I think just awareness by gastroenterologists and endoscopists that this is an option is something that I hope this podcast will promote. I think part of the reason why I have yet to prescribe SUTAB in my practice is I wasn't just aware. I just defaulted to what I had done before using the movie prep or go lightly options. But I do moving forward uh, with the efficacy data and the safety data and the patient satisfaction data we've gone over in this well-done paper, I do intend to offer it to my patients, particularly those who are hesitant to proceed with a colonoscopy because of concern of the large volume or the taste of the traditional bowel prep formulations. That's a good option to have. As you said, and I, I probably will avoid the sulfate tablets in patients with congestive heart failure and significant cardiac and liver disease. Yeah, I think the real take-home message is that anything we can do to get the patient to properly take their entire bowel preparation is going to be helpful. And and always still remembering that having the patient do the split prep properly, take the day of portion of the bowel prep about five to six hours before their colonoscopy is is really crucial. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, and I hope this was helpful for our listeners. Thanks for having me, Phil.